One of the questions I get asked often by my coaching clients and several of the women that I speak to is should I get a part-time job and leave my full-time nine to five? When they feel desperate about how to make their pivot out of their toxic or unfulfilling job, making it a reality, they are seeking any solution. Some aren't sure if it makes sense. Is it really leaving air quote corporate if they're still in that world? Am I a fraud? Will I have to come back to my regular job? And the list goes on. Everyone's journey and financial needs look really, really different. But at the end of the day, we can take a look at whether or not it makes sense for you to quit your full-time job, to pivot into a part-time job as a stepping stone into your pathway out of your nine to five grind. Let's dive into this juicy topic right now. Tired of staying in your career because of everyone else's expectations? Frustrated by the curveballs life has thrown your way? Unsure of how to navigate the journey ahead? If you said yes, say hello to your new hangout. Welcome to the Reinvention Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Susie Q. Just like you, I was desperate to leave my 16-year career while also navigating major life hurdles. Rather than be a victim, I faced my fears, created a plan, and took action. I overhauled my life and successfully left corporate. Now, it's your turn. This is the place where your determination takes center stage. You'll learn strategies to navigate the chaos and your transformation will be unleashed. It's time to armor up, ladies. We are warriors. Let's blaze our own path. There's something that is so magical for me when I connect with women with women who are desperate to make their pivot out of their unfulfilling or toxic jobs to transition into entrepreneurship. And yesterday, I had the pleasure of speaking with a woman who is a nurse practitioner, and she left her full-time 9 to 5, launched her business, but needed additional income, so she decided to get a part-time job. She felt frustrated and defeated. She kept saying, am I a fraud? I'm right back where I started. Should I just give up on my dream? And I feel really embarrassed about some of the financial decisions I've had to make. Because she is in the thick of it, she couldn't see her phenomenal achievements. She had new six new clients in just a short four months of her business being launched. Six clients in four months. That's outstanding. She also was designing her business model in her very own unique way, which is a boutique style service. And that's not something that people are doing every day all the time. And lastly is that she's making more money in a part-time job that she decided to get than she was when she was working full-time. Those are all things that from the outside looking in, I can see. And when she was in the thick of it, it was just really hard for her to recognize that. And I had the pleasure of being able to highlight these things and bring them to her attention and to help her recognize outside the box strategies to help her grow her business. I gave her a bunch of different ideas. Some of them were how to create partnerships, you know, and look at um, industries that are similar to hers and how she can link arms with them. I also told her about considering creating a referral program for her existing clients to recommend potential clients and how that could serve both her and her clientele. 
The other thing that we talked about was networking with parallel industries, right? Service providers that are similar to hers versus what her direct competitors are, which might be a lot harder to find ways to work with them. And then I also reminded her to ask others who she sees being successful in the industry that she's in how they did it to go seek advice. Because the reality is, I'm sure for you, this is probably true. But when someone comes to me as like, hey, Susie, how did you write your book? How did you do this in your business? How did you pivot out of corporate? And they really asked to pick my brain. I never let the type of person who says, oh, well, you know, that's private. I'm not going to tell you or no, I got successful doing my method and you can't, I, I'm not willing to share it. Like, I don't see a lot of us that are in this community to be that way. That's not how I believe that we think. And so what it helped her recognize is like, oh yeah, it's not always about competition and uh, safeguarding all this data to ourselves and not sharing that with anyone else. She you know, said exactly what I did is that, well, yeah, if someone asked me, absolutely, I have no problem sharing what I did and what I'm doing and what's working or not working, right? And just share those tips. So it was something that we had a great conversation around so that she could see these different ways and these outside of the box strategies that I was able to help her brainstorm on and like got her excited and like created the spark of creativity that she felt she was not experiencing for a really long time and especially as she's in the thick of all the business building and in the thick of like how do I manage my finances and all the stresses come that come with this you know transformation and transition she's going through so if this sounds familiar to you and you're feeling this way right now I know that considering a part-time job is not the same as fully launching your own business right but my philosophy is that this is a stepping stone. It's not forever. It's not that you're going to get stuck there. It's a path towards your ultimate goal. And the irony is that with her and so many other women that I've spoken to, oftentimes when you get that part-time job, you're getting paid more money to do less work. Um, can I get a amen? Can I get a heck yes on that one? Because getting paid more to do less work is genius. So my question to you is why wouldn't you do that? Why would you not want to work less and make more money? In my eyes, that is what I would call a win-win situation. So to help you decide if transitioning into a part-time job makes sense for you, I want you to ask yourself these questions. So press pause, grab your notebook and paper, or not notebook and paper, that's the same thing. Grab your notebook and a pen, that would probably be better, or if you like to, you know, jot things down on an electronic device, or if you're driving, you know, just come back, you can listen to these and maybe you'll ruminate on your commute, but you can come back to this and write these down. Number one, how much money do I make in my full-time job? If we don't know, we can't compare numbers, right? So we gotta know. What do I actually make take-home pay in my full-time job? Number two, what does the income for part-time work in my field look like? Every field is different. Every industry has got a completely different you know, pay rate and salary and benefits and all the things that come with it. 
And so you have to fully evaluate what that looks like for you, for the type of work that you do and what the potential, you know, job market is like in that area. So what does the income for part-time work in my field look like? Number three, how much money do I need to pay for my typical living expenses? This is a huge one because if we don't know what we're spending, right, how much money we need in order to cover our basic expenses, then there's not a fair way to evaluate it, right? Like we've got, we, you can't make an evaluation without knowing those details. So you got to really understand what are your expenses? What are your responsibilities? What do your bills look like? You know, what are those random things that might pop up once a year, like vehicle registration and other types of expenses that you might have? So we got to make a really good assessment. Then number four is, are all these expenses necessary or am I willing to minimize some of them to reduce financial stress, right? So less bills to pay. And then the mental stress of continuing in a job that you just really don't feel aligned with. So again, that's, are all these expenses necessary or am I willing to minimize some of them to reduce financial and mental stress? Number five, once you've done this assessment, compare the income options to your expenses and determine if this is feasible for you. Because if you only do part of this and only compare one piece of the puzzle, you're not going to have a really good and well understood observation, right? And, and have a good bottom line here as to what your income look like, looks like versus your expenses. And of course, you can definitely just make it very straightforward and simple and say, okay, this is what I make in my full-time job versus this, this is what I would make in a part-time job. You can compare the perks that come with both of those and then just straight line across and say, okay, if I make, you know, a thousand dollars a week in this full-time job, but if I do part-time, I make a thousand one hundred, like, okay, that's a really clear cut sign. That's great. But if it's the reverse of that and it's $1,000 a week that you make, but you in the part-time job would make say 900, you might automatically say, oh no, well, that doesn't compare, it's not the same. Okay, well, it's $100, so now let's sit down. If you do $100 over four weeks, that's $400 difference, okay. Now, do I need that extra $400? Is there a buffer in my income that I can do something differently? Maybe you have excess money at the end of the month. Okay, so then maybe that $400 doesn't make a difference. Or if you look at the um, amount of expenses that you have, maybe you can tweak things for a temporary basis, right? Do you need every single subscription you're a part of? Do you have to you know, make particular purchases that you're like, you know, those are more uh, desires and wants versus true needs, and I can sacrifice for a little bit while I reduce my work hours so that I can then focus that time that I would have been at my full-time job to now build and establish my business. Like, what a genius idea, right? And then I'm going to hit you with a bonus question here. So if your workplace is not toxic, but your goal is to eventually build your business, right? Like, let's say that's your full-time goal is to have your own business. You want to just separate yourself from the traditional job market or corporate world, then something you might want to consider is can you ask your employer to make you a part-time employee? Maybe they'll be open to the idea, right? Because some of us want to make the transition, but it doesn't mean that we're in a dire or terrible situation in our workplace. 
And so we can tolerate the work that we're doing for a little bit longer, but hey, can I make it a part-time you know, position? Is there flexibility to do that? Or maybe you tweak your, you know, you modify your schedule and maybe that'll be an opportunity as well. So that obviously is scenario specific, like that's specific to what, where you're at in your professional journey and what your workplace looks like. But I know for many of you, you'll, you might be in a toxic workplace or the type of work you do just does not let you up whatsoever and you're miserable. So that just is not an ideal situation. Like if we're going to do some part-time work for supplemental income, then let's go ahead and find something that we actually enjoy and we're not dreading. Or if it's like, hey, I just want to find something that's fun and totally out of the box and has nothing to do with my industry, that's a great opportunity too. Like I have done that and have considered doing that. And so I just want you to see that there's flexibility. That's the whole goal of this entire episode is that there's flexibility and you can still have flexibility no matter how regimented or structured you are. It's always possible to integrate both flexibility and some structure. So if you like structure and you really want to see a way to map out your finances in a detailed fashion, because I'm a nerd, you know, and I love details. My newly published workbook, Corporate Exit Planning, The Ambitious Woman's Roadmap to Leaving Her 9 to 5, does exactly that for you. You get templates, exercises, and details on how to assess your finances in one of the modules. And the link to purchase the book is going to be below in today's show notes so that you can go ahead and plan your transition your own way and you can actually get into the granular details here. So now that you've asked yourself these now six, right? Because it was five questions, but I gave you a bonus in there. You might be thinking, well, Susie, am I really making progress? And will I just be stuck there forever, right? Because now I'm thinking of moving into a part-time job. So my point of view on this is number one, would it hurt to try or to consider the option? Number two, if you had more time to work on your business building, how much growth do you think that you would experience? And number three, if necessary, is it worth sacrificing some of the temporary expenses just for now for the ultimate reward later of you actually leaving that job, that nine to five, that full-time gig and transitioning into your own thing? Sure, it's a stepping stone. And then we continue on that path. You're going to take action and steps to move you forward. Now, at the end of the day, I cannot tell you what's right for you, right? Because your journey is absolutely unique and I embrace that and I acknowledge that full heartedly. What I can tell you, though, is that it is worth the time to look into and evaluate if it's a good step for you. If it feels way too overwhelming, I absolutely understand and I get it. That's how I used to feel when I was in the midst of my pivot, right? Instead of feeling stuck. I want you to book a discovery session with me. The link is going to be below, but go do it right now. Don't hesitate anymore. Stop resisting. I know that your dreams matter so much to you and just dabbling around isn't getting you anywhere. I mean this in the kindest way possible from the very bottom of my heart, but sometimes we just need a little tough love and a kick in the pants, right? I'm a blend of both. I'm going to encourage and empower you so that your confidence skyrockets and I'm going to nudge you when you fall off track. I'm going to redirect you when you get distracted 
because that happens to all of us. And I'm going to help you prioritize your time and your goals so that you can soar like a phoenix. This is the Reinvention Warrior podcast. My logo itself has phoenix wings because I see us as phoenix who are rising. We are rising from the ashes, right? And the flame is rising with us. Like we are digging deep. We are doing the hard work and we are growing. And from the embers and the flame and all the things that have buried us and consumed us and made things difficult, we rise above that. We are a phoenix. After my call with this woman yesterday, she emailed me and said this, I really appreciate the notes and action steps also. I love that you provided me with ideas that were outside the box. The last thing I want to say to you is that if you feel led right now to make a change for yourself and this dream, it's time to rip off the band-aid, warrior. It is absolutely time to rip that thing off. If you're ready for me to guide you, give you some strategy, open your mind to outside-the-box ideas, Find creative ways to make your transition a reality. Stop resisting. I know it's scary to invest in yourself and to commit to taking action, right? Because taking action and committing means we are making progress and we are doing something. And now our money and our time and our focus is on the line. And sad to say this, but it's true that sometimes we just have to hit rock bottom to recognize what we are doing just is not working. And I don't want that for you. Let's prevent that from happening right now. You can book that discovery call or if you know already, like I am ready to jump right now. All the links are going to be below in the show notes and you can grab your seat because I only have three one-on-one coaching spots left in the month of July. So don't hesitate. Right now is the moment to click that link and jump right in. Let's do this. Was there a golden nugget or two that made you instantly think of a friend or loved one who could use some inspiration? If you've ever had someone text you something that made them think of you, it puts the biggest smile on your face, doesn't it? If you can share this episode with one person, imagine the ripple effect we can have together. Let's collectively bring all the warriors in our lives to create a reinvention revolution. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave me a five-star rating and review over on iTunes. It only takes you about 60 seconds to let me know what you think and what you want to hear more of. I'm pouring my heart into bringing you this content and your review goes a long way. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you on the next one.